0: Hey everyone, Joe Soto here, and we have a special treat today. We're gonna to talk about how do you turn your passion into a hot business idea. We've got Joey's hot sauce. We got Joey, uh, well, I'm not gonna pronounce his last name without him on camera. We'll be right back with you, just stick with me. This is the Not Your Average Joe Show, where each week we bring you sales, marketing, and mindset strategies you need to get to your next level. And now, here's your host, international business mentor, Joe Soto. Joey from Joey's Hot Sauce. you're here. What's up, Joe Soto? Joey, you didn't put your last name on the screen, but it
1: reputed... Repice
0: is uh, how my, my, my family pronounces that. So, I, you, Italian it's, last it's heard, name.
1: That's been butchered my whole life. Uh, <laughs> Rapici, um a lot of lot of different enunciations of that. Repice. Repice.
0: Oh, man. I, I won't go to say it like that, but I'm not Italian. Uh, Joey from Joey's Hot Sauce is with us, everyone. And we have. Uh, he has an incredible story so let's just get right into it is that okay
1: absolutely okay so it.
0: first of all i've got my i'm representing here look at this <laughs> I'm, I'm rep i'm repping the brand look at this that's it nice. looks just like you
1: <laughs> whoa
0: whoa that's so great we'll people that. how they can get a shirt like this um but welcome to the Not Your Average Joe show. This is where we interview people who are not average. You are not average and your mm-hmm. name is Joe, so it couldn't be more perfect. Give us a little backstory, though. Tell us a little bit Absolutely. about yourself.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I, I've been in the restaurant industry pretty much like for the last 20 somewhat years. And um, I'm not a chef by trade. My mom is an incredible chef. And I was around the pretty amazing chefs in New York City and I was around amazing chefs in um, in California and um, I've gotten a lot of insight. So the, the way that I started making this hot sauce is uh, Lisa was just nonchalantly looking at some hot sauce on the shelf and she was like, why do they got to put sugar in everything? You know, why do they have to put all these like binders and, and sweeteners? And I was just literally, and, in, in, you know, I, I said, I'm inspired to kind of just make it for her no no intention of starting a brand i basically just you know wanted to make something for my wife you know and um i was at the farmer's market and i i was in california we were out in mara vista and they had some peppers right in the season they had some peppers right there um and i was just like oh let me just buy these hot peppers and and um you know use sweet peppers to to offset the the heat and um, I went at at home I I gave it a go and I was like hey babe I made you a hot sauce and she was just like get out of here and she tried it and then she absolutely loved it she goes this is incredible (laughs) I happened to tell a friend at work and he was like you did what you made a hot sauce and he goes I want to try it I was like okay 10 bucks (laughs) and Mishka from uh, Scopo Italian Roots is where I was and, you know, that's kind of like how the whole thing started. Uh, I cleaned out a bottle of hot sauce that I had in the house and um, I brought it in to Mishka. He loved it. And I I um, I just mentioned I like it st- sparked the, the light bulb in the head. And um, from there, I started telling more people on Instagram, on Facebook. And next thing you know, people were starting ordering this, you know, that's essentially how we started this whole brand it it completely came out of left field and um slowly you know i said okay what is it going to take to like legitimize this business and we looked at the costs and we looked at potential investors but you know we thought how do you quantify a business like this you know you you don't want to really take on partners if you don't really, you know, no one really knows what's the future of, of the hot sauce. So we thought the best place to go go take it would be, you know, just taking a brand and and um, and putting it on a, a crowdfunding platform. And that's what we did. You know, um, we raised quite a bit of money, you know, for just a, a non, you know, like a, a complete brand out of nowhere. And we were really happy with the results. We made this amazing video I uh, had some people that Tim Savage who shot it incredibly um you know we had a friend of mine Nick Ross who really edited it and you know masterfully and and we had some an amazing like like people that I knew at the restaurant that were like stars that that cameoed in it and they did it out of complete love for the connection I have with them and also the complete love of of the sauce you know they they bought they bought it a couple times and so they they just showed up and, and we put this video together. Yes. <laughs> and, and thank God for Antonio Zito. Um, Antonio is this amazing artist in New York City. So I sent him a picture of my face. And I was like, I want kind of like the emoji in the background of like flames. And um, he took that picture of my face. And we have like different styles of heat, you know? Oh, yeah. I got you know, it. That one right there. Yeah, that's the that's the OG. You have got an OG right there with the yeah. little check boxes. Um, so good. And yeah, Antonio was an amazing. He's like an incredible artist. So you know, he he did this like depiction of me, and we were like, this is perfect. And then we started working on the flames, and it wasn't quite there. And then I sent them pictures of of the flames that I had on my tattoo, and oh, he was cool. He took that, and that's what essentially brought the the label to where we were like, this is perfect. And I also had a friend from uh, New York, um, and he was talking to me about, you know, you know, Joey, you needed to make it hotter, you know, you, 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 it needs to look like you're 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 on fire. And at first, I had resistance. I'm like, I don't know about that, you know, Marcus, and he owns a juice press out in, in New York City, but it really stuck with me. And and then I said, hey you know zito can you make this like you know that uh, it, uh, like it's hot like can you make it look like and he goes all right send me a picture of you kind of like screaming and that's that other bottle that you have there joe and and that's what's on the shirt this one so like the hottest sauce i make you know has that expression on my face and it's and called I, the
0: hell eraser yes it's called the oh. hell eraser great name before we get into how you named your sauces you said something I think really critical for the listeners is that you crowdfunded to get some money into the business to Mm -hmm. be able to do what with what, what were you able to do once you got a little bit of funds?
1: So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a whole process, you know, you have to have um, like, you want to be able to buy things in quantity in in quantity. So this way you could bring the price down, you know, like the bottle cost, you know, I was paying like over a dollar per each bottle and, um, you know, it's, it's nickels and dimes in this industry. So, you you, you know, I, that went down to like 40 cents a bottle when I was able to buy a pallet of those bottles, um, that that's like one major factor. Then, you know, you, you need to rent the commercial kitchen space. You need to buy some equipment. You need to legitimize the business, which is a, a hell of a process. You know, um, I needed to take a, a food course, um, canned food course and, you know, acidified foods. Um, you know, you got to educate myself and, um, you know, and equipment, I think I mentioned that already. Uh, Those are just a couple of the logistics, you know, there's a lot of hidden costs and everything, which I'm sure you're aware of. And a lot of people who've ever started anything that, you know, there's and then you need to market, you know, you need to have some money to be able to market the product and, you know, pay for the labeling and, you know, buy that in quantity, you know, the, the labeling itself. And, um, so those are a couple, the, the, the major costs to, to, to launch uh, a small business like this.
0: Yeah. So it's started off as just an e-commerce brand. Yeah. Yeah. And fairly recent really this year was kind of your year to kind of come out and show the world your sauce. And you, you, uh, I remember getting some of your sauce before you even had a label. Yeah. You didn't have a brand or a label.
1: Handwritten labels at first.
0: Yeah. You had a handwritten. It was like a pen written. I should have saved the bottle because it was worth probably something on eBay later. (laughs) But I, what we drank, so I'll give my personal testimonial to the sauce when we first got it. So we we get these non-labeled bottles. Actually, the first shipment he sent us, they had all broken in the box. Oh, yeah, I remember we that. It felt really bad, my wife and I, because the box arrived and the sauce was all, we couldn't try any of it. It was all fucked yeah. up. So then you <laughs> resend it. Thank you. And you uh, fell in love with the sauce it, it, you know, before the brand ever made its showing. And I think it's maybe the best hot sauce ever. Seriously, uh, I've mm-hmm. had a lot of hot sauces. And here's something you don't know, Joey, about me, and I know we've kind of got other way, a little bit through social and connecting on this hot sauce, uh, over the last several months is, and I've known each, we've known each other longer because obviously because of your wife as well, but the hot sauce, um, I don't like peppers. So I, I won't put peppers on anything. Uh, um, I like the flavor of the peppers, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a, if it's a texture thing or what, but I don't like green peppers by themselves. I don't like, I don't even like onions. I take onions off of everything I ever eat. Can you believe oh, that? Great, I try right now. But I love hot sauce, and your hot sauce we put on everything. We, we put it on our eggs. We put it on our burgers. Lene puts her on her boiled eggs, not just <laughs> or or cooked eggs. We put it on our pastas. I substitute it as steak sauce. That's amazing. We put it on everything. That's how much we love the sauce. I everyone love this. I love this. Legitimately created an incredible product. But I think one of the things that's inspiring about your story is, first of all, it's a healthy hot sauce. And you don't really have to call it a healthy hot sauce. It's it's healthy because you're leaving some of the stuff that other people might put in their hot sauces. You know, I, you read about the keto diet and these other diets and all these different diets. And they warn you, be careful the hot sauces you're eating. You don't realize how much sugar is in hot sauces. Yeah. You don't realize all these bad ingredients that could be in the hot sauces. And there's, that's that's all admirable. Don't get me wrong. But I think, you know, obviously for the listeners here, the, the story that you just pressed through, you persevered through in the middle of a pandemic too, mm-hmm. getting your hot, you know, Joey's Hot Sauce brand launched online. E-commerce is a big pivot for a lot of people anyway when crisis hits and we go on a, you know, global lockdown. Yeah. But one of the things I loved, I was in South Carolina and um at uh, in the island of the palms and i'm at a i'm at a mexican taco kind of small stand or slash restaurant and the bartender i said do you have any good hot sauce and he has all these different hot sauces some of them i recognize and i said no i, I said what, what do you recommend here because i forgot my hot sauce at home because we take your hot sauce and he says um well i make my own i said what he says yeah he says i have my own here like private stash it's in a an unlabeled bottle. That's so wild. And he's a bartender, but he grows peppers on his at his home. And he says, I make my own. I grind my own stuff up. I make my own hot sauce. Would you be wanting to try it? It is pretty hot, though. I said, no, no, I love hot. I don't think <laughs> your Hellraiser is even hot enough sometimes. But he says, I'm going to um, let you try mine. And so I told him your story. I wrote down your website for him. And the guy lit up because he kind of just needed that extra boost of knowing that it's possible for him Mm. to take something that he's doing in his home as a hobby and turn that passion into maybe a business for himself someday. So, and it just happened to be also a hot sauce business, which is ironic. But anybody here listening or anybody watching or somebody who's listening to this down the road as a podcast, you know, the, the, you know, t- taking something that you're pretty passionate about, you're, you've been chefing in your own kitchen for your, a long time. You like to cook. You've been in the restaurant business a long time. I call you a chef. I know you go, I'm not a chef by trade, but anybody who can make a sauce like this is a chef in my eyes. And thank you. But turned entrepreneur, that's a big leap. What, um, how, how did you get through some of the, maybe some of that self-talk or maybe some of those naysayers out there, or even maybe some of those trials and tribulations that you had where you maybe second thought your business?
1: It's a great question, Joe. Um, you know, there's constant challenges, you know, and it's just there's something that is just, I feel that is like there's a force behind this. Um, it's kind of beyond me and my own limitations. I think if you tell anybody who's been an entrepreneur, what they have to do to actually get to where they need to be, they would probably say no thanks, you know? <laughs> but um, I, it's just the next right thing is what I've been focusing on. And um, and there's been like miracles, like miracles along the way. Um, there's been so much support that has always kind of like carried us into the next situation. The right person just came along, you know? And to remain up upbeat, you know? Like that's another thing. I, Uh, I, you know, invest into myself not to like, be like taken down, you know, in life, you know, Uh, it's, I I try to remain um, connected to people in my life and, and connected to something like that's bigger than me in my life. And I connect, I connect to people that, you know, that had led the way in their life. And and they really helped me kind of mentor me into believing into, um, the unknown and the impossible. And, um, and it's really made a a huge impact in my life. Um, like I said, if you told me what I would have had to done prior to like taking the steps, I probably would have said, no, thanks. But, um, I, I wouldn't have this any other way. Like, you know, even with the fires that came over here, Joe, we, we, we had fires and I was, you know, renting a commercial kitchen space and, um, you know, there's a path in life, you know, and, you know, the, the kitchen that I was using burnt down in those fires.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. And um, I was renting there and I lost some equipment and, you know, it was, it wasn't great. And, um, but by no means people were losing their homes, people, you know, the guy that was, that had the kitchen there, he lost his entire operation and he remained like really upbeat, And I, and I stayed connect, connected to him and uh, Tauntaun inspired me. And it's just like there's a, a path, I feel, Joe, that, you know, you can either like start going into the negativity about the situation or you can see the miracles in it. And, um, and I was blessed to start looking at the miracles. And what's fascinating about that in my experience is that more miracles started to unfold as a result of, of me focusing on like, you know, the, 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 the people that supported me along that way, you know, I had people at the farmer's market, just gather money to like, you know, help out. It's just a little bit, but it's just, it was a very moving, like, wow, that's really, that's, that's super sweet. You know, I had one, the purveyor that I buy the peppers from, she found out about it, you know, and they waived one bill, you know, and I'm like, that's incredible. You know, yeah. that, it was really touching, you know, it's, and it inspired me to just, you got to keep going, you know, nothing is going to stop. Like the vigilance is, is really like what, what has happened and, and continues to happen. You know, I, I stay committed and then the impossible, you know, the providence moves to it. You hear about it, but it's also been my experience, you know, and, um, I hope that answers that question.
0: No, that's that's amazing, and and uh, I had no idea that the fires took your your kitchen, uh, essentially that you're renting um, through, and then to be able to not quit or give up, amazed, That's amazing in and of itself, and then the support you got from vendors, um, who want to see your idea and your passion through here in this sauce, and it's a testament to, um, you know, just entrepreneurship as well. These other, they're entrepreneurs, your vendors, your your farmers at the market who are providing the peppers. They, they get it. You know, they, it's this community that you're in. Um, and that's inspiring. I know there's a lot of people who start or try to start, or they're thinking of starting a business and they, they talk themselves out of it, Mm -hmm. right? They talk themselves out of it. So your initial inspiration was your wife. Um, and she's probably your biggest fan and supporter now. Yeah, she's I'm amazing. Certain she helps you market the business as well, right?
1: Yeah, that's you know, also with your guidance. Like she's taken some courses with you, and and that's helped us really. Um, what's funny about brand story, you know, you, you hear a lot about brand story, and people contrive brand story. And the beauty of our brand story, it's it's authentic. You know, it's it's just what it's our history. It's pretty much how we launched this brand is it's just a, a real it's a love story in a sense you know i yeah. i was inspired to make this for her i had no intention of starting a hot sauce company and um but just you know kept kept going down the trail of like what what do we do here you know this is pretty fascinating so people seem to be attracted to what's going on and there's more people that don't want you know sugar in 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 their food and, you know there's people like you were saying, ketogenic, uh, carnivore, you know, and people that are just health conscious, you know, that's something I take pride in too. I, I'm hitting I'm hitting 50, Joe. You know, your metabolism changes when you hit 50, and it's if if you don't like, you know, make the correlation of what you're putting in your body and how you feel, if you don't get on, you know, invest into that, you know, um, I started seeing myself. I you can even look on my Instagram, I you know, I was putting on some weight and I tried to like stay fit. And it was just, you know, it was, I found it challenging. And then I committed to just going out there and running and, and, and just, you got to constantly want to be willing to learn and push the envelope and everything in life. You know, you, 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 always like talk about that. It's like, there's no, it's not like I did the work and okay. You just hang, hang it up on the hanger and, and it's done. It's, there's always something else that just comes about that we need to like, you know, be inspired to take it to the next level. But this is leads me
0: to my other question because you're and on Instagram, are you, you're at Joey's hot sauce? Is that right? Yes. At Joey's, Joey's, hot, sauce. At Joey's hot sauce on Instagram. You should definitely follow Joey and not just because it's a bunch of stuff about hot sauce. Cause it's not, um, Joey is his brand and you kind of live your brand And you do it um, by showcasing your kind of your lifestyle and your interests. And to what he's talking about with his uh, priority on fitness and lifestyle and healthy eating and healthy living, uh, you incorporate your wife comes into there. I really love the comment about it being a love story by the way, because tying a passion into a hot business idea that turns into a hot sauce product line that he's selling via e-commerce and calling that a love story is epic to me. I think that is that is so raw and, and awesome. By the way, it's cool. Um, and your website kind of reflects that love story, not just with the story told, but you incorporate your wife into your homepage with you on there. And and you guys, you know, started this together. She, but um, your personal brand. Talk, talk to me a little bit about. I I don't even know if you get you've given it a lot of thought, to be honest, because I from what I know about you, you're probably not sitting around trying to grab a notepad and a pen going, how do I incorporate a <laughs> brand to sell hot sauce? You're just being you, but personal branding is something that a lot of people are interested in and how do they incorporate their lifestyle, their 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 personality into their social media in a way that attracts people to go, you know what, I dig this guy and what he's doing and I, I want to try his hot sauce now.
1: Because that's what you've done. Yeah, it's it's really it's what really. Advice would you give
0: somebody who's like scratching their head on personal branding?
1: Um, that's a great question. Um, you know, for me, like you said, it's not something that I really was like. We sat around and and tried to contrive. You know, for me, that's been more about like just following the trail of authenticity. You know, and um, and I, I want to present something like you can trust because like that was the thing about the 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 products on the market like we looked at it didn't feel like we can trust what's going on and to be honest with you even further i go along you know trying to partner up with some co-packing you know they're cutting a lot of corners and and i understand why that they put those additives and i understand why that it just makes it a lot simpler but just because you know they're doing it that doesn't mean that, you know, Lisa and I are going to go in that direction, you know? So, you know, the brand is just more about like me, you know, having a, a brand that you can trust. Um, and that's kind of what um, we, we decided. And it wasn't even a decision. It was just like, we're going to move forward and, and bring forth a product that people can in, entrust in um, and a lifestyle that I'm living, that I'm not forcing on anybody. I'm just like authentically living it, and um, and 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 just share the story of like where it came from, like the fact that it was a love story, because that's the actual truth about it, you know.
0: I love it. I love it. So this you saying saying that you wanted to create a product that you can trust. There's a lot of elements that go into that, right? So consistency in product. The the product I first tasted. You know when it didn't have a label is consistent with mm-hmm. the Hellraiser that I or the Hellraiser right that I have now. This is this one is the uh, I know this is an OG label here, the Priscilla the Creeper. Because we have I bought I don't know we've got like 50 bottles of this hot sauce. Right <laughs> Amazing. Um, this is Priscilla the Creeper right
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: before we get into the names of your hot sauces because I think it's naming products is very interesting to me um i think i remember when you were brainstorming whether you should call your hot sauce even joey's hot sauce yes, yes. and i'm the wrong person to ask because my name's joe and my family <laughs> is joey so you know i'm like yeah call it joey's hot sauce like or else i'm gonna buy the name and call it that and make you buy <laughs> it. um but the product that you can trust i remember when i made the switch from pc to apple mm. why did i make that switch to that brand and it was because i had lost trust in and PCs and Dell computers at the time yeah. I that I lost the trust. They lost my loyalty. Mm-hmm. i kept buying new Dells. I felt like every year because of the virus attacks and everything else that you kept crashing. And yeah. then when I got, when I got um, the Mac, uh, the Apple, you know, it became the first product and still is I would only buy Apple products now because I trust the brand. I trust the product. Mm-hmm. So, this is that's a really good lesson for people to to think about like what how does a, a brand, you know, come to market already with some strength? Well, it's going to have to earn it through some consistency and and earning and building that trust with the, with the consumer. But for you, it was I saw what was out there. Nobody can trust what they're eating. People are scared to even look at the labels. But anyway, very good. That's good insight. Tell me about the names of the products.
1: Yeah, I'm going to tailgate on that. It's like, what's your dir- 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 differentiator, like between yeah. what you're putting forward and, and you know, what the brand, what product that, that you have that just is different from other products is a really great thing to kind of hone in on, you know, and that's one thing we were writing on Go- going back to the name. Um, it's really funny. Cause like, it's kind of like the original sauce that I made with Lisa and um, we were sitting around, we're eating it. And like, I can't believe how many people are wanting these like really like small batches. And um, we're, we're sitting down we're like, what should we name it, babe? And um, we're, we're eating, we're enjoying it. And the heat, you know, like it doesn't really come off like super strong and particularly pr- Priscilla. It's like the least hot of all of our sauces. So I, I tasted it and then the heat kind of just like creeped in on me, right? And I mm. don't know where, they just dropped into my head. And in the, uh, of all things, like a British voice went in my head said, Priscilla the Creeper. <laughs> I, I love like, it. What was that? And <laughs> sure enough, I told Lisa, I said, we should call it Priscilla the Creeper. And she said, I love that. We spoke to Atlas who's a friend of ours, a mentor, his kid, he's a little kid. He's like amazing. And he's like, I love that name. And it was just kind of an affirmation. Like we have to call that sauce Priscilla, the creeper. That's how that name came into fruition. (laughs) That's the best name.
0: I love that name. And then you've also got um, Lisa, the truffle queen.
1: Yes. So, you know, Jamie and I, Jamie was helping me like make the batches and bottle the batches and we were mailing them out and she was in my house and we're like, what are we going to call this one? You know, and I, I kept on experimenting with a truffle sauce because I was like, I looked at a truffle sauce on the market and I was like, you know, I, I looked at the ingredients. And I'm like, ah, you know, agave, it's like so 2000. And I, I wasn't inspired by the actual product, but I, I was inspired by the concept of the product. But we wanted to do that, you know, kind of Joey style. So I kept like adding like real truffles blending it in and you know because a lot of the truffle products on the market they they use like a truffle flavor it's like some kind of synthetic chemically derivative to to going to give you the experience and smell of truffles that's why when you go and you have truffle fries in some restaurants you're like how can they afford like how can that still be like seven bucks it's because it's not really natural you know some of it tastes really good but that's not what we're going for we were just going for like real truffles so i was like putting it in the bun at five grams you know seven grams it
0: happens it tastes great <laughs> i'm sorry your, your product just happens to taste great though so just for, for people who just maybe are getting on or just now listening to this you you didn't sacrifice taste though for anything no
1: no i mean the the wow factor has to be there i don't care how good and healthy something is if it if i'm putting it on my palate you know, like I said, I've been around restaurant tours, like my whole life, incredible chefs from like New York city, like Neil Harden, um, ABCV, John George, uh, affiliate. I've been around some incredible chefs, you know, a friend of mine, Daniel, um, these guys have inspired me, you know, and I've even cooked for some of them in my house and and they love my cooking, which was like the highest honor, you know? So like, the wow factor has to be there. I don't care how good for you it is. You know, if it still doesn't, if it doesn't taste good, who cares? You know, (laughs) I don't care how good it is if it doesn't taste good. So, you know, I I kept adding the truffles and we're like, forget about the cost. We're just going to go until we get to the sweet spot. And then we, we got at 10 grams, you know, 10 grams of real, you know, Oregon truffles. Right now we're using Oregon truffles at the time they were the Italian ones. And, um, and we got to that sweet spot and then we we just like said, oh, this is great. Lisa, what do you think? And once Lisa tasted, you know, that sauce, she was like, I want no other sauce. This is the most incredible thing I ever had in my life. So when we were thinking about the name was we like, why don't you, Jamie said, why don't you call it Lisa, the truffle queen? And I was like, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. And then Hallerazer. Yeah, so Lisa, you know, Lisa and I met in New York Which, City. for the record,
0: is my favorite because you almost can't make a sauce hot enough for me, although I've had a couple that have been, like, off the hook. Oh, I'm almost suicidal. But <laughs> this, this is, like, the perfect hot sauce. And for people who like really hot sauce, this is, like, yeah. the perfect hot sauce. Yeah. That's, um, it really crosses that. It's right on that line of not going to be so hot that you don't taste the food. But it's definitely going to be have enough heat that you can respect it for being a really hot sauce.
1: Yeah, that was the thing for me, you know. Like, even though I am a hot sauce maker, I, I don't actually like the hottest sauce to like annihilate my palate. You know, yeah. I think it's more about depth of flavor than anything yeah. else. And if I try to find that perfect balance, and my friend Alex, who's like a really, really hot sauce connoisseur. He was the gauge. Every time I made a batch, he'd buy a batch and he'd go, Oh, it's was great. Great flavor. Jo- hotter. <laughs> and I'd say, okay. So I kept pushing the envelope and, and finding that perfect balance. And again, it correlates with Lisa because Lisa's from Northern California. They say hella over there. So we thought it would be like, you know, Hellraiser, you know, instead of saying, it's just saying hella razor, which it it's like, perfect perfect name to kind of go It's different
0: it's different I hope I hope people who are watching and listening are hearing the subtle personal branding secrets and the product branding secrets here which is first of all you're kind of your naming of the products are being true to as you've even said it you said it kind of uh nonchalantly which is it's got to be Joey's, like the Joey style, right? The, they have a, there's a flavor to your names even that represent your brand and kind of like the person and the dynamic, personal brand that you are. And you didn't even settle for naming your products in boring or traditional ways. You have very unconventional names for hot sauces that are true and tied to your story.
1: Yeah, thanks.
0: The telling the story of even of how you named the uh, yeah, my mom uh, Lisa the truffle queen I mean that's an incredible short nugget of a story to show people that you you've stayed true to your brand and your style even through naming your own products but it didn't you didn't sit down and methodically try to do that it just kind of came naturally for who you are because you are so true to your style your brand authentically being you that you didn't cut even corners when it came to that and yeah. Um, and as a result, you know, you know, branding is a really interesting concept. And I was recently talking to um, Patrick Hanlon, who's going to be the author of primal branding is going to be on my show here in a few weeks. And I I don't think there's anybody on the planet that knows more about branding than him, but he talks about the root code to creating authentic brands. And you kind of represent, you know, each of the seven codes that he talks about in his book without even knowing that you are. And it's the Mm -hmm. whole question around what makes a brand stand out and makes people love it versus ones that are the same type of product maybe and people don't necessarily gravitate to those brands. Um, and uh, you're giving insight into that here. And I'm guessing you're also giving people a lot of uh, inspiration. So let me, what would you say to somebody right now who's thinking like, well, I, I want to uh, start my own uh, business or I want to start my own side hustle or or create a business based on something i'm passionate about but they're talking themselves out of it and they're saying you know well maybe it's not for me or it's going to take a lot of money or a lot of time but what would you tell them to get over to, to stop telling themselves stories that would limit them
1: yeah just you know get out of your head you know i think is is a is one piece of advice that i need to continually remind myself you know um the intellect's a very powerful tool And I think it's, you know, extremely important, but at the same token um, it's also, it's, it's got in the way, you know, rationally, you know, things don't unfold that way, you know, follow the trail of miracles, Um, follow the trail of, of um, your passion. You know, this has been like my passion to, to make this like amazing flavorful sauce and, looking at people reaction to to the sauce has been inspiring. You know, it's been challenging at times, but it's also been extremely inspiring. And to see people light up, you know, to see people that I've sent the sauce to, and they're, sh- you know, sharing pictures of their breakfast. And you know, it's like this family thing for me. It's been me connecting, you know, my almost my Italian roots. Um, I come from like, you know, Italian fat. We all sat on Sunday and we, we had dinner and we shared that experience. And um, so just like for me sharing my authentic authenticity, my truth, my um, it's, it's connected to the brand. And um, so it's just been, it's been, you know, kind of like a natural process. It hasn't been something that I, you know, Like meticulously have sought out and tried to like, you know, come from an angle. It's been more like an organic process for me, and it's it's been our truth, you know, Lisa and I. It's been our truth to like, like, just really kind of look at it and and become aware of it and in a sense present it to people too, because like it's a big part of it. You can be living it, but how you present that to people is like a, a huge key factor too. You know, you got to bring people into the experience of what you, what you're, what has inspired you to get you to where you are.
0: If somebody orders the hot sauce, did you, did you set up a code that people that are listening to the not your average Joe show can get? Oh yeah.
1: What, what's S O T O 20. S O T O 20.
0: I should probably yeah. tell people that it's probably people are going to be ordering this. So if they use Soto 20 as a discount code, they'll get 20% off, 20% off. yeah, and, oh, yeah. Um, we got for some that by the way.
1: Good deals out there. you know um, you know we' got three packs and five packs and case prices. Um, they're all kind of like our, our website's still under the construction, but we're pretty happy with the development so far. A friend of mine Marco incredible photographer took some like even more amazing photos that we're gonna be putting onto the site. But, yeah, I, I'd love for your audience to be able to. Joe, you've been a big inspiration for us. Even that little bit of advice you gave me yesterday, uh, we already changed that, that. The pop-up window shows for people that, you know, that come on, that uh, just come onto the site that they can actually get. Uh, enter to be able to get a, 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 f- a three-pack, a, three a free three-pack. You know, they're putting themselves in to be able to get a, a, a complimentary three-pack. So are you giving years. that away every month? Uh, we just, we, from, I am putting
0: there Yeah. So let me clarify, because for people watching that are marketers, my advice was to, in order to really entice people to give you their email, to join your newsletter, give them a good great reason to do that. In this case, it was, they could be entered to win some free hot sauce every month. So if, there, if you join Joey's list, which I encourage you to do, get on that list, you find out when the new hot sauces are coming out or you know, just tips on how to use the hot sauce and different types of foods. There's all kinds of things that you might get educated on. Uh, But you'll be entered to win free hot sauce. Like who can, who could beat that? So I remember when we first were looking at what you had going on. And I said to you before you had FDA approval, really, Mm -hmm. that to at least get some sort of landing page up that says, you know, it's coming soon. And if you join our VIP early notification, when we go live list, you'll be entered to win free hot sauce for a year. And you did that. Yep.
1: and that was
0: um, Which also tells me that you're not just coachable, you're an implementer and an executor. And those are also a couple of ideas or tips people might not be thinking about for their own business. I see a lot of people who have websites, they have newsletters, they have just, you know, subscribe to our site and people don't have a reason to do that. They don't want to just throw out their email anymore to people. You have to give them compelling reasons to do it. And as much as people might love hot sauce, they may not want to be on your list, mm-hmm. but they'll, they'll take that extra step and get on your list when they feel like there's something that might be in it for them, which in this case is people love contests and giveaways. But yeah. also, um, I think, uh, you know, when you have a great product, you know, it, it definitely helps, you know, you wouldn't be on here if I didn't know you had a great product, not this think, but I actually know you have a great product. Um, Timmy, who is on here is actually my brother-in-law said that his, that, uh, his wife liked it. She was over at my house a few weeks ago and I said, uh, you should try this hot sauce. And she goes, oh, I love hot sauce. And then she was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. She liked them wow. both. We had, well, the two that we had her try was Priscilla the Creeper and Hellraiser. And, um, and she loved, she loved them. So, you know, I haven't had anyone tell me they didn't love it. You know, I know my wife's all. She'll be in the middle of eating, and then she'll be like, "Wait, I got to Insta story this and this." I'm putting Joey's hot sauce on my food. She'll stop our dinner just to Insta story your stuff, man. You're winning over the hearts of of everyone. So, right.
1: well, a couple things like like really like crack me up. I had a friend of mine that he was like, he goes my fiance loves it and she hates everything, you know? (laughs) So it's really funny that I've even had people that said they're not even hot sauce fans, but their friends were so enthusiastic about that they gave it a try and they're like, I don't even like hot sauce. And this thing is amazing. You know, so it's been inspiring, you know, the balance of simplicity brings greatness. You know, my mom, you know, kitchen skills. It wasn't so much like, she was like a chef extraordinaire. And even though, in my opinion, she was, and, and all of my neighborhood, like everybody in my neighborhood was just like, Joey, you know, please don't say you're not hungry because she'll feed us too. Like, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta like say you're hungry so they, they can eat. And, and she was notorious in our neighborhood for just, you know, her, her eggplant, parmigiani, everything that my mom made, you know, the rice balls she executed. And, and it wasn't so complex. But it's just that the balance of that simplicity just, you know, that's another thing that just came to my head, you know, brings greatness. And and that's in life too. You know, if I just stay simple and and balance it, you know, not too much this way, not too much that way, just yeah. try to like balance that simplicity. You know, there, there's just something that comes, you know, of that. There's just something that's really powerful. And standing on the on, on the shoulder of giants like you, Joe, anything that you say you know, like you've inspired Lisa's brand in in social media. You've inspired my brand. Um, You have such amazing insight. So for me to stand on the shoulder of giants like you and and, and the network of people that you surround yourself with is like not to take that advice would be the extremely foolish thing to do.
0: Well, no, it's, it's more than that because you're willing to execute on things, you know, you can improve upon. And, and uh, I love, you know, stories like yours. So this is, you got some fans on here. Do you see, um, I know some people might be listening to this as a podcast later, but we were posting comments. People are saying, oh, this this is uh, Joe Ingram of Ingram Interactive saying he, he's on YouTube saying he loves your hot sauce. You've got real fans on here. The um, uh, comment that you mentioned around, uh, I lost that, I keep writing down notes. Um, you, you're, you're talking a little bit about something that goes beyond, uh just the product right so the the, the, on when you watch joey on social media you can see him living out what he's talking about here because you're not just about inspiring people to buy a hot sauce you are inspiring people to to take a look at what a lifestyle can be like for you if you're willing to embrace it because you're living proof of it you're probably as good of shape as you've ever been in your life as you're talking about you have some really entertaining videos on Instagram, and I watch some of your stories, and, and it's entertaining. And it's a blend of Joey and his life and kind of what's going on in his world and how, and how he, you know, from jump roping sometimes to doing yoga and other things. I mean, you're doing all kinds of stuff that has nothing to do with hot sauce, which I love. <laughs> and then, you know, you, you get so much love from people who love your hot sauce that all you got to do is post and reshare some of their stories. And that speaks enough to your brand without you ever having to tout your product or really say very much about it. Yeah. That's really cool. And that's hard to achieve. And and you're starting to get into some grocery stores. I know you said you're making some money from the farmer's markets. Yeah. Uh, I believe we're going to see your hot sauce around the country in different regional grocery chains before too long. And that's going to be...
1: You said, right, when I first started this thing, you're like, this is going to be the most famous hot sauce ever. Like, I just will. Not because of, of anybody else, but because of you, man, because of what you're doing. It's, it's incredible. So
0: awesome. It's incredible. So uh, he says, uh, Eric says, is it only retail or is he also in food service?
1: Um, right now, I have it at Mill Cross in L.A. And they're an amazing coffee shop. Uh, they're, they 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 were in my neighborhood when I was in, in L.A. I lived in uh, Mar Vista for a while they use it um as part of like some of their ingredients the chef was really interested in it on that level and then they also had it on the tables you know it's unfortunate right now because of covid you can't really have a lot of the. the, there's a lot of regulations about having condiments on the tables but i've been doing a a cross promotion with a, a coffee shop called commodities that they're doing like a free that you get a, if you purchase a burrito you get a free bottle of joey's hot sauce there's a couple of promotions that we have you know down the down the trail but it can't be that you, you could just use it you have to have the whole bottle um so that's one a couple of different ideas that we we're in the co-op here in ashland so we moved to oregon ashland we love this place we've been coming to oregon and ashland for years and we've loved the you know the the co-op here yeah. And it's such an honor to like be able to hit the shelves. And I was giving it to a lot to the employees, you know, just before we even got in the door. And they, it became like a staff. like It was in the staff room. Everyone was just crazy about it. So when I got it into the store, it, it, we're moving it on the shelves because people are like, you know, staff is like walking around and going, yeah, you got to try that hot sauce. Your hot sauce is the best, you know. So you know that's been uh, you know like another thing that's kind of part of like that family you know community thing and just wanting to be a service you know to to people to have something flavorful and and healthy you know that's the combination.
0: I I um I love that you know I hope people are listening because you know you you saying that you just want to be of service right so. Mm-hmm. Another one of my upcoming guests is Evan Carmichael who wrote a, he's got two and a half million subscribers on YouTube. He's known as the YouTube influencer that teaches people how to be influencers on YouTube, interviews the who's who of influencers, but he wrote a book called built to serve. Mm. And it really is his secret sauce, no pun intended to what makes his YouTube grow, what makes his brand grow. Mm. And it's this mindset of, 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 serving other people. And, you know, you've been on here now almost 50 minutes and multiple times I've heard you insinuate and or directly say, you're just, you're serving, you're giving, you're giving, and it's a family feel to your business and brand that's, you know, where your brand's kind of rooted in. Obviously, it started as a love story. If you guys missed the first few, uh, you know, uh, 20 minutes or so of the show, you missed that story. I'd go back and listen, but the the uh, tie-in of, of that. You're just, you look at this from a mindset of I'm serving other people. I'm giving them a, a product that you can trust, a product that serves their, a healthier lifestyle than what they're used to getting. It gives them an option. It's a differentiator in the marketplace that's 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 uh, represented by product and the type of product that it is, but also in in the way that you've named your brand, the way that you portray your brand, the way that you live it. And this is these are big lessons for people who I know you just take it for granted, Joey, because I know you well enough to go, I this is that really true? Is like you're you're probably kind of self-evaluating, like really, like, but for, for people who are outside of your bubble, this is this is inspiring and it's and it's a great story, man. It's a great brand story that people can learn from. And I, mm-hmm. want, uh, I want people uh, to understand hack you and decode you like
1: this. (laughs) I have amazing mentors that keep me on track. You know, my wife is such an amazing support to me in in our community. It's just so inspiring to keep me on track. You know, I can derail this thing, you know, left to my own devices. I can derail this thing, but you know, if I just, I stay connected, um, I feel like inspired to keep going.
0: Yeah. And you know, we've got um, several people who are on here with our with the video portion of our show right now live that, um, you know, have our entrepreneurs. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I know many of them. So I know that uh, they would agree with me that they can kind of unpack what makes you go. Now, I wish you the, the all the success in the world. I hope everyone orders your hot sauce because it's just a great product. But more importantly, I hope everyone you know, I know it's like, well, you want to sell product, but that you're more than that, too. I know you want to serve and that you understand you're serving by sharing your story here, which I am grateful for, because you're going to inspire people to start their own businesses and turn their passion into a hot business idea. You're going to inspire people um, to overcome their excuses, to push through the limitations of the, you know, it's not all rosy, right? It's not all, <laughs> I know it's not all perfect. It hasn't, all, it hasn't been an easy ride, has it? <laughs>
1: Not at all. No. No. By, by no means. There's definitely been some obstacles, you know, some challenges for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, from the kitchen burning down to, you know, losing or trying to get the FDA approval. I mean, that, what does that take? A couple of days?
1: <laughs> Days, um, I, I was for you know I have dyslexia you know and I was fortunate enough to have people to help me through that process and you know it was it was an online course for me you know they do offer that online at first I thought I was going to go to Washington but it was in the midst of like you know COVID nineteen and and then you know they were going to have someone to help me like with my dyslexia through the course you know and it's it was like a three day intensive dropping in to to do this acidified, you know, canned food course. And I was ready to go for it. But then the person said, you know, you, since you have dyslexia and this is like, you know, COVID-19, what do you think about there are online courses? I'm like, there's online courses, you know, and, and then I was able to kind of take it at my own pace and had a friend of mine, Mike Perini help me. And, you know, we just partnered up, you know, just this the right is to get to the
0: point where you can have FDA approval and get launched. Yes. Yeah. 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 Incredible. Incredible. So here's a question. What's the hardest thing to do in turning your passion into a business? George says.
1: Ah, yeah. Getting rid of the noise, you know, not buying into the noise that's in my head. You know, Um, there's so much for me that's been like negativity and doubt. And and like I was mentioning earlier, logic can almost be uh, a sabotaging force to to not like kind of dive into the unknown. It's like you're free falling when you're, when you're following your passion, but there's just something that supports you. There's no bottom to when you're free falling. Something my mentor said, like you could just trust and let go. And, and, um and, and the right next like person, the connection will, will just like magically show up. That's been my experience. They magically show up there to support the vision to keep going forward.
0: There's a book called Real Magic by, I think her name's Melissa Gilbert. She wrote the book, Eat, Pray, Love. huh. People know that movie, yeah. but the movie was derived from the book. But in her, her book, Real Magic is actually her only nonfiction book. Hmm. And she speaks to this, you've, re- ref, you've referred to it as magic and magical and miracles a couple of times in the show here about things just falling into place and you paying attention to the voice in your head that, came through, and you even gave the tone and the accent to it to name the product. Those are little acts of inspiration that she refers to as real magic. Hmm. One of the few audiobooks I've listened to more than like two times because, first of all, her voice is very soothing and easy to listen to, and it's inspiring. And she talks about how we, if we don't listen to these voices of inspiration, if we don't accept inspiration and magic into our lives. And some people can refer to it as God and inspiration. Then she says, you know, somebody else will pick up, pick it up and run with it. How many, and she talks about how many of you have had an idea and I'm talking to everyone listening right now. How many of you have ever had an idea that it was a great idea, like an invention or something you thought of. And then a year later you saw the idea manifested. Mm -hmm. Somebody else had came out with it or created it. And you were like, that was my idea. Like, that's what I I thought of that a year ago or two years ago. Well, see, those ideas she's saying isn't by chance. That's divine inspiration from God Mm -hmm. that's coming in. And you're either going to listen to it or not. And if not, he'll give it to somebody else that will act on it.
1: That's powerful.
0: It's really powerful in the book, Real Magic. And you're kind of a living example of this. You would probably resonate with her message in that book because it is what you're talking about. Definitely going to listen
1: to it now. No,
0: we're getting really deep. We're getting really deep now. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, a couple more questions we'll take. Well, Joe says, what was the biggest waste of time that you learned? So if you started over, you could skip that delay.
1: Um, huh. That's an interesting question. I think I learned a lot from even the, the biggest mistakes, you know, um, maybe investing into, um, and, and exploring partnership that didn't actually feel like, you know, not trusting the intuition, like just saying, oh, but we need an investor, you know, because we need to get to the, you know, we need X amount of dollars to to get to the next place, and uh, you know, so exploring a lot of um, partnerships that weren't necessarily didn't feel right, you know, we we a you know they they, they might have wanted. Some- percentage that just didn't make sense and, and be you know be another element and it's like if you're going to scale you know you're going to probably need to raise money later on down the road to scale like if it's going to go nationwide and that's the time to partner up with people when you've kind of established the brand so maybe not really getting partners maybe pushing that aside was a little bit of a i even learned from a, a lot of that but getting like putting aside partners for now And maybe like in figuring out different ways to to get yourself so that you don't lose percentage of your money, because it's so impossible to quantify what you have until you've established it. And and that's the only way you can offset someone's investment. You know, like otherwise it's just like throwing numbers in the wind.
0: That's that's powerful. And I, I love that. You Kind of summed up this mistake as not trusting your intuition. Uh, mm-hmm. once you started to, man, everything started to work out for you. This is awesome, Joey. We got to wrap
1: up, Joey. You're awesome, you're the best. <laughs> Thanks for being
0: on it's the opportunity to be here. Everybody could find out about you by going where
1: joeyshotsauce.com or my Instagram, hot and they
0: can use Soto 20. I think so- I put 2020 on there but it's so right
1: 20 not 2020 i know so.
0: this is why you know really starting like next week i'm not going to be running the behind the scenes part of this, right. this <laughs> but that's it right there right right
1: there that's the 20 get 20 percent
0: off sauce.com you get 20 off i want to hear if you love his sauce joey wants to hear if you love the sauce and you can I definitely tag him on instagram follow him on instagram let him know that you uh, heard the show, loved the show, and let's show him some love. Um, thank you so much for being my guest, man. I'm going to
1: give me the opportunity, Joe. You're the best.
0: I really appreciate it. I'm going to wrap it up here. Thanks, everyone. Tune in next week for the Not Your Average Joe Show with international business mentor, Joe Soto.